are listening to the official podcast of The Congregation, A Place of Discovery, with Pastor Tim Story. We're talking about supernatural assignments, and I want you to go with me in your Bibles to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4 and verse 9. It's a very, very um, powerful scripture, and um, it's meant a lot to my life over the years. Ecclesiastes, chapter 4 and verse 9 says this. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Now, very powerful scripture. Then I want to read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. There's a time for everything, a time for every season under uh, activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend. Uh, who would admit there's been times in your life where you feel like you're just being torn? Lift your hands, okay? So there's a time to be torn and a time to mend then it says there's a time to be silent and a time to speak the word silent there means there's a time where it seems like your life is at a hush there's a time when your life seems like it's at a whisper so the birds sang a song turn 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 back in the late 60s and I did a lot of research on this I found out that in the UK it was even bigger than it was in America, but it was in the top 20 in America, and it was a popular song about the times and the seasons, a secular group singing Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. So there are times and seasons in people's lives. Um, it has been said by many Christian psychologists and Christian counselors uh, having to do with dating, they said... Don't ever make a decision about who you're going to be with permanently until you see them in all the seasons. So let me just go like this. Don't just date them in the summer season. Ooh, this is so good. Because you're going to see their summery ways. Oh, my gosh. They're so amazing. Oh, they're so amazing. Even the way they laugh. Oh. Because that's summer. But in life, you have winter. Say it, say it, say winter. You have winter, spring, summer, and fall. And then James Taylor then says, all you got to do is call. Because you got a friend. <laughs> say winter, spring, summer, fall see I don't want you to raise your hand because some of you are with your spouses but 
all of us have dated somebody, I know Pastor Page has, just based on the summertime. Woo! They are so summery. Yeah, but find them in the wintertime. So, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 that there's going to be seasons in life. So, so don't, don't be shocked when a season hits you that you did not order from Amazon. See, some of you have had boxes show up at your house. Come on, people. But you didn't order it from Amazon? The other day, I had a big chair show up at my house, a big chair. And I said to myself, I know I did not order this big chair. And then it had a name that was from a whole other country on it, the name. And I said, and I know that's not my name. Come on, people. So I looked at the address, and then I became Tim Story Detective. And I went to the left, Manny, couple, couldn't, couldn't find the address. And it's weird, like, people almost hide their addresses nowadays. And, and then down the street was the people. And so I, I carried this big box. It was a chair. I ca carried this box. And I knocked on the door. They looked scared. I had a mask on. <laughs> but to be honest, they were scared. And I just said, I'm just leaving this chair here. Okay, look. Oh, thank you. So then I left. But I did not order the chair, but hear me out. There are things that have hit your life the last few years that you never ordered. Who would agree with that? It could be a bad back, a bad hip, come on, a bad friend, <laughs> a bad season in your office. But the Bible says that these seasons will happen. There'll be times where there's a season of tearing, a season of mending, a season of silence, a season of speaking. And so in those seasons, what I found is that we're better off when we're not alone. Because then God says in Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9, pity the man. So I looked at the word pity. It means have compassion, ha have some sadness, some sympathy, feel, feel, feel sorry for their misfortune. Pity the person who when they go through a winter season, they're all by themselves. Powerful stuff, huh? See, there's sides of me that you don't know, like, uh, she might be watching today, but my my assistant that I had off and on for probably 20 years, she now lives in Italy. And uh, she's the one that I, uh, who adopted my dog, Bella, after I realized that I was only great with a dog for a day. Because my mother talked me into to buying a Yorkie. Some of you don't know this story, but my mother talked me into buying a Yorkie, and I was great with this dog for a day. And then the dog was biting my ankles and everything. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Well, this is not how I pictured it. <laughs> and 
And after a month of this, Manny, realizing I didn't have not I didn't have the grace for, for this dog, my, my my assistant said, "Please, I love the dog. Please, <laughs> for the sake of the dog kingdom, <laughs> give me the dog." So so now my dog with my assistant has moved to Italy. And I call my assistant, my old assistant, a lot just to see how she is because she lives by herself in this little village area in, in Italy and they are doing this big quarantine. And she says, she says, Tim, you always seem to call me at the, at, at the right time. There's a reason why I call about 10 people a day just to check on them. Because I know what it's like to go through something and no one checked on me. Very powerful. Oh, they wanted something from me. They wanted my energy, they wanted my connections, they wanted something, but they didn't check on me like, how are you doing as a human? Good teaching already, right? So the Bible says, pity the person who falls and has no one to help him up, that he's in a season or she's in a season that's not a beautiful season, but you're in a season, but pity that person that falls and has no one to help them up. I'm talking about supernatural assignments. Somebody say that. Say supernatural assignments. I want you to turn with me in your Bible to the book of Luke chapter 15, and you're going to love this series that I get into and how deep I get into it. Luke chapter 15 and verse 11. Another famous story about a person says, Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate beforehand. <laughs> Not a good move. Father, give me my share of my estate. So he divided his property between them, between his sons. So not long after, the younger son got together all that he had and set off for a, a distant country. So this, this young son is in a season of summer where he's feeling himself. He's like some of those people you see on Instagram. I'm on my grind. I'm hustling. Look at all the stuff I got, okay? So the younger son asked for his inheritance early. His Instagram numbers go super high. He's got a lot of friends. <laughs> he sets off for a distant country, and he squanders his wealth, watch this, because of riotous living. It actually means in the Greek, lack of appreciation living. How many of you will be honest enough with me that you have squandered something because you did not appreciate it? You better lift your hands or you are lying in the church. Some of us have squandered our physical body because of lack of appreciation living. You thought you could just eat everything and then drink a, a shake in the morning and you'd be okay. <laughs> Some of us have squandered friendships, relationships, finances. This young man squanders everything that he has because of lack of appreciation living. Now, this is going to get very interesting. 
So, because of this, the Bible says he spent everything that he had, and then there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. Now, he was in need, but there was a problem. He was in, in need, but there was a problem. I want you to say he was in need, but there was a problem. And the problem is going to be he left his place of protection. So powerful. See, that's why fellowship is so important. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Twelve disciples, fellowship. Seventy disciples, fellowship. 120 people in the upper room, fellowship. The multitude, the 500, fellowship. Jesus tells the disciples, go out in twos. He doesn't say, Peter, you're such a hot shot, you got it on your own. You go do it. Thomas, even though you got a doubting problem, go ahead and flow on your own. No. He always flows in fellowship. God. Wow. Because you might be able to do life by yourself in your summer season. Ooh, Ooh I'm a loner. I'm just my own person. Or... I've been hurt by people. I don't trust anybody. There are hypocrites in the church. There are, but there's hypocrites at McDonald's and you keep eating Big Macs. So the Bible says that the young guy who comes from a wealthy family began to be in need. New season for him, Manny. He wasn't used to this. Woo, this is so good. Pandemic. None of us were ready for this. Look at me. I mean, I, I talked to Sam Bakhtiar, my good friend, and he talked about in the country he was raised in on how they had bombs that were constantly going off where he lived. And some of you have been through terrible situations. And, and I've never been through what he's been through as a kid. He said they, they would hear sirens and bombs would explode. And so I never I would I never been through that. But 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 but. Most of us have never been through something like a, 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 a pandemic or a job shutdown or you may lose this or, or may lose that. But this young man is going through something he's never been through. He's in need, but he has left his protection. He, he's left his father. He's left his house. He's left his covering. Ooh, this is so powerful. Wave of this is good. So he's in need. So he went out and hired himself to a citizen of that country who sent him to the field to feed the pigs. Now, because of his spirituality, pigs were considered unclean. So he's so down on his luck, as they say. He's so down on his luck, he's not thinking right. So he just says, like, okay, I, I'm so beat up. I, I lost everything. I, I squandered all my wealth. 
on everything. I squandered it all. I, I, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose that or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do that. People, listen to me. When you are under pressure, many times you panic and you make choices that you would have never made from a peaceful place. So what am I saying to you as a leader, a world leader is what I am. Do not, do not make big choices from a place of panic. And you're not going to be able to do it alone. Because if I was this guy's life coach, when he would come to me and say, hey, Tim Story, I, I, I squandered everything, I, was gonna, I would say, go back to your dad. Go back to your dad and apologize, okay? And you told me your dad's compassionate. You told me your brother's a hater. Because you're going to find out this later in a minute. The brother's a hater. Some of y'all have some friends that are haters. Come on, people. And so I would say to the guy, if I was his friend, hey, go back to your dad. And I, I, I know I know you got to. You got to humble yourself, and I know it's gonna, you're going to feel awkward and you're going to feel shamed and everything else, but it's okay because at least that's a place of protection. So powerful. See, why leave a church when it's a place of protection? Why leave each other when we're the place of protection? The Bible says in the last days there's going to be wars, rumors of wars. There's going to be earthquakes, pestilence, pestilence, illnesses, diseases. And in those days, many will be offended. And so I was used to wonder, why does it say wars, rumors of wars? There's going to be diseases out of control and many will be offended because let me tell you something. The devil knows that if he could get you so offended that he could isolate you. That he's got you. If he could get you offended against your brother, against your sister, children against their parents, this is so powerful. People against the church, uh, people against government, people against authority, people against say it says in the last days there'll be earthquakes, it, it, there'll be wars, rumors of war, there'll be there'll be diseases. Man, he's this powerful, but many will be offended. You know why? Because an offense puts you on the defense. You offended me. I'm on the defense. You're not going to ask for help from people when you b keep getting offended? Man, this is good. So he finds himself alone. And he's become a discount version of himself. But there's nobody in his ear. That's, that, that, that's why I like accountability. That's why I have... So many male friends that will shake me up if, if, if I'm not right. They will, they will, my friend Brent Bolthouse, who might be watching right now, he, he comes from uh, such truth and honesty because he's in therapy like me. He will tell me, you're off. I remember one Hollywood Bible study before I was going to speak about 10 years ago. He says, you look like, I said, heaven? He goes, no. I go, what's wrong? I said, I'm jacked up. I don't feel good. I'm going through this stuff. Someone's trying to pop me here. Someone's trying to sue me here. And he goes, hey, you need to really, like, take a breather or something. Are you sure you shouldn't have a guest speaker or something? 
True story. I said, well, I'll, no, I'll get through this one. He says, but you need time off. See, that's a real friend. Clap your hands if you hear what I'm saying. So this guy is in a season of tearing. He's, he's in a season of silence. And he has nobody, and he's, he's feeding pigs. He's, he, he's a discount version of himself, but he's so lost that he doesn't realize how much he's discounted himself. Wow. He's so lost because he's so far from home that he's wandered so far, he doesn't realize how discount. How much he has just brought his value down. It's like if you go to a store and they put this much off and then they put another sticker that much off and then they put another sticker that much off and then it's like, then the next thing you know, you're almost in the, in the, the 99 cent store. So this guy's put himself in the 99 cent store. He's from a wealthy family, powerful. He's got a powerful dad, probably a powerful mother, and he's got a hater as a brother. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating. So not only is he around the pigs, which he's not supposed to be, but he's also eating pig food. So powerful. Tim, why are you so nice to the underdog? Why are you so nice to some of these entertainers that get in trouble? Because they're people that got lost. And their friends were there when they were up, but their friends were not there when they were down. <laughs> and they found themselves with the pigs eating pigs' food. Wow. And so God will call people like ourselves who have been through pain, who have been through suffering. Come on, somebody. Who had things arrive at our doors that we never ordered from Amazon. Clap your hands, people. God will give some of us supernatural assignments to say, fill in the gap. Speak something positive. Call them. Care for them. Show up. Just be there. Send them something. Let them know they care. Let them know that somebody is there for them. Be somebody. Be somebody who lifts them up when they're down, keeps them warm when they're cold, and covers their backside when they cannot cover themselves. Wow. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods of the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. I mean, so, so not only does, is he hungry, and he says, give me some pig food. They say, no. What? He doesn't even have his American Express black card. Because before, remember, he had his, he, he his black card. It's, it's, it's like the guy in the neighborhood without his Doberman. Come on, are you with me? With the Doberman? Look what, I'm acting. With the Doberman? It's real, without the Doberman. Here's the guy. This guy, this guy has no proof that he's come from the powerful family. He, he cannot pull out his American Express black card. He does not have Gucci slippers on. Are you with me? All that stuff is gone. And nobody's cooperating with him. So he comes to his senses. The Bible says, and he came to his senses. And he said to himself, say that, say he said to himself. 
See, look at me. Some of you have come to your senses at times and you said to yourself, it's a good start, but it's not always the answer. Because some of you, you know people that have gone so far off, when they come to their senses, they still don't have the right answer. So if you have somebody that has a supernatural assignment to be there for you, that when you come to your senses, they can help point you in the right direction. He comes to his senses and says, hey, man, I got to get out of here. I, 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 they won't even give me pig food. If I could go to my father's house, it says. If I go to my father's house, uh, I, I, maybe at least I could be one of the servants. See, he's not thinking correctly. Pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Pity. Pity the man. Have compassion, sadness, sympathy. Feel sorry for them that they're in the midst of their misfortunes and they have nobody to give them the direction. Could you imagine that the pain that you've been through in life might be the very thing that saves somebody else's soul? Come on, clap your hands real good. Come on, people. The divorce you went through could be the very thing that saves somebody else from committing suicide. Did you like the divorce? No. Was it, was it awesome? No. But I know people that have known people or connected to people or you read about stories that people after setbacks like divorce have killed themselves. There are people in the midst of this pandemic that have taken their own life before they thought life was going to take them. So God, woo, he looks for people. And he says, I need some wounded healers. Somebody that understands pain. Let, let, me, let me get Tyrone. He understands what it's like to go through that or have people in your family that were ill that let me 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 get that let me get Jennifer because Jennifer understands this and let me let me get let me get let me get her let me get Joseph Mendoza he understands that problem let me let me get let me get Manny he understands that problem let me get Pastor Paige she understands that problem see God looks for people who will answer a supernatural assignment and God will say, why don't you fill in the gap in that person's life? Why don't you just stand next to them? Why don't you just get near them? Why don't you just try to direct them? Why don't you tell them, hey, I've been through it. You're going to be okay. Is this good? Psychologists have found that there is not one way to cope with difficulties. They say that it takes these things, willingness to get through difficulties, you gotta have willingness. Secondly, for those that are at home and take notes, is openness, so number one, willingness, number two, openness, number three, patience. In the midst of the pandemic, we have to have patience. In the midst of the pandemic, we have to have patience. In the midst of the pandemic, we have to have patience. In my, in my notes, I have down written Galatians chapter 6, 
Verse 7, it says, do not become weary in well-doing, for in the proper season you are going to reap your harvest because you did not give up. I'm telling you, in the midst of the pandemic, for your business, for your life, for your family, and everything, do not give up. You will reap what you have sown. So in order to get through difficulties, you have to have willingness, you have to have openness. Number three, you have to have patience. Number four, you have to be willing to learn. That's where I get an A+. Little Timmy is willing to learn. If I do something wrong, I'll say, well, what, what just happened? Did I, what, 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 what did I just do? You obviously did this wrong. You, hey, don't you realize you did that wrong? I didn't know that. But I'm willing to learn. Well, that's not how you fill that out. The way you, you just fill that out the wrong way. I, I'm willing to learn. When I, when I worked as a dishwasher, I was willing to learn. As a busboy, I was willing to learn. At Miller's Outpost, I was willing to learn. In school, I'm willing to learn. As a, as a minister, I'm willing to learn. As a world leader, I'm, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to learn. No wonder I keep getting to do the big stuff, because I'm willing to learn. There are some people that I know that are not willing to learn. So, in order to break through difficulties, you've got to have willingness, openness, patience, be willing to learn. But you have to be ready to respond. Ooh. Are you ready to respond? Are you just going to just feel sorry for yourself? It's like the little kid, member, The little Spanish kid that comes home from school and says, Mommy, mommy, all the kids at school say I have a big head. And the mother says, no, you don't, mijo. <laughs> Look at me. In other words, he really did have one. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so many of us have been raised in cultures like, ay, porosito, you've been through so much. I can't believe your wife is so mean. Mijo, keep living on the couch even though you're 73. Can you just play piano sound behind me? It's not your fault. It's not your, it's not your fault. People like that, they nurse their problems. Look, nurse, look at nurse, watch me. I'm an actor, watch. Nurse. What happened? My car wouldn't start. And then what happened? That was it. That's terrible. Let me call the Christian TV network to pray. You don't understand what I've been through, Tim's story. My God, bad things come in threes. This happened, then that happened, then this happened. Come on, Roy. Be willing to learn. Be ready to respond. How many of you want to be ready to respond? So that's what the young guy did. The prodigal son, Manny, he responded. Best he could. He was tripping. He probably had a beat up backpack. It's probably like Louis Vuitton, but it was beat up. Are you with me? That's all he had left. 
went home. Come on. But he saw his father far away off. And the father was erect in posture. And the father had a spirit of love on him. And the father saw his son. And the Bible says that the father ran towards his son. He did not condemn him. He did not come against him. He ran towards him. You better clap your hands, people. So what if God has been setting up a glorious return for you, but you've been sitting in your shame and in your guilt and in your pain of what did not work, but maybe God is setting up people that have the spirit of God that will embrace you, that will speak words of kindness to you, that will pick you up and lift you up and help you and shake you up and stir you up. A young man that I was on his podcast yesterday, he said, I have a friend that's in trouble. I said, hey, take my phone number down. And he said, and then what? I said, take my phone number down. I'm going to send him my book. I'm going to have Joseph send Come Back and Beyond. I want the young man who's going through this terrible thing to read the book. And then I want me, you, and him to get on the phone in one week, and we're going to dialogue. And the young man who's probably watching right now say, Tim, he said, Tim, why would you do this? I said, because I care. No, 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 no. I got enough on my plate. I don't know that guy. I just know his story. And I just know that because I spent time with him, that his spirit has come on my spirit. And now I'm starting to act and respond like my daddy. Somebody clap your hands like God is powerful. Let's stand up in this place. The Bible says that his father covered him. Look at me. He thought he was going to be demoted. But his father covered him. And then the father said to the servants, get Get a fatted calf. Get the ring, ring of honor. Get the, get the sandals, honor. Because my son was lost, but now he's found. And then immediately we're going to celebrate. In other words, he's back. See, it took somebody with a supernatural assignment, and that was the father who said he's back. Let me tell you something. God's opinion of you makes man's opinion irrelevant. If God says you're back, then you're back. If God says you're healed, then you're healed. If God says you're going to be okay, then you're okay. But then I close with this. His brother comes in, which we'll get into next week. And the brother doesn't like it. The brother doesn't like it. The brother's not feeling it. He goes, hey, it, 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 did you, dad, did you, did, you, did you know that he was spent money on prostitutes? It's in the Bible. It says that. He spent money on prostitutes. Do you know that he was crazy? Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you know that he caused our family shame? And the father basically re rebukes the hating brother and says, this is your brother. He was lost, and now he's found. And the Bible says in the literal Greek, and so they celebrated anyway. See, some of you have waited to celebrate till everybody's on your side. Don't you see? Don't you see I got it together? I'm waiting for you to all be on my side for us to celebrate. The brother was still a hater, but the Bible says that they celebrated anyway. 
no matter what you've been through, you're going to finish up this year strong and you're going to celebrate and you're going to blast in the next year. And by faith, you're going to celebrate. Come on, somebody. January is going to be powerful. February is going to be powerful. Come on, somebody. March is going to be powerful. April is going to be powerful. In the midst of everything we go through, we have each other. We have each other. We have each other. Father, we thank you so much for our lives. Thank you for the body of Christ, the church, the ecclesia in the Greek, the called out ones. Thank you for the light in the midst of darkness. Thank you for our diversity. Thank you for our failures and our faults and our failures. That your mercy and grace is big enough to cover. Thank you that we are wounded healers. We're wounded healers. Use us to heal each other. Use us to heal each other. Give me a supernatural assignment to heal the underdog God, the person in darkness that nobody sees. Everybody in this place, just put your right hand on your heart. Say, thank you, Father, for covering me and covering my family when we've needed it. Say, I receive your healing and protection. Where would I be? You only know. I'm glad you see through eyes of love, a hopeless case, an empty place. If not for grace. If not for grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. For I was lost. I once was lost. But now I'm found. If you look up here to all you that are here and all you watching, the takeaway today is that God is with you. The Lord is your shepherd. He does not treat you as your sins deserve. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those that fear him. And he has so much faith in his ability to continue to work on you that he gives you other assignments. You say, but God, I'm working on myself. I'm undone. I'm still wounded. Yeah, but you're wounded healers. God does not waste any hurts. No matter where the pain has come in your life, no matter what's taken place, God's going to use that to heal somebody else. How many are glad you came to church today? Thanks for listening to the Congregation Podcast. For more information about the congregation, including gathering times, locations, and how you can give and support the community, check us out online at www.congregationchurch.com.